Hey everybody, welcome to another bonus episode of Randing and Raving. We are back with Joe Rand, Chief Creative Officer for Howard Hanna Rand Realty and Real Estate Raconteur. The premise of this series is very simple. We have listeners call in to 480-270-4590 and leave a question or a comment for Joe to respond to. Joe has no idea which voicemail I'm going to play for him, and we just sit back, relax, and let Joe go. So let's get this show on the road. Hey, Joe, great to see you. How you doing? I am great, Bill. Thank you for having me. Thank you, as always, for hosting these and moderating this little 10 minutes of fun that we get to have every week. Uh, I really ten. Do appreciate it. Well, More like 10. Supposed to be 10. I mean, okay, listen, right. it, well, what you, clearly what you're not doing is, is doing your editing. So like you're doing a great job moderating, but like you're not editing me down after I do this where you're lopping off all the boring parts to leave only the gold. You got to just leave the gold, Bill. Lop everything right, else well, off. Chop it all down in 10 minutes. I'm giving you 15 right. minutes because I want you to – I want you to pick out the best stuff, you know. I'm you, just kidding. You're you got to be careful when you have when when you give people the okay to edit what you say because a lot of a lot of weird stuff can happen. Uh, it's, I, don't, I, I don't care. The, what are the Russian right. What are the Russian bots going to do? But you know, you're right, Bill. <laughs> because I think last week's thing when we talked about Jay Thompson's question about the uh, the NAR lawsuit. Um, yeah, that I, that was like forty five minutes long, Bill. I think <laughs> forever. Yeah, I felt like I was, quite that. I felt like I was going. It wasn't on quite that long. Went that long. But it, but it was an important. It was an important topic. Uh, right. You know, and it was important. Um, hey, I, I uh, you know, I was telling you uh, a couple weeks ago that I had a, a meeting coming up in San Diego, a team building meeting for the rate my agent employees in the U.S. Nice. And uh, that was last. That was last weekend. It was or last week. Um, San Diego. went very well. San Diego. Yeah, it went really well. You know, to, to be able to see everybody for the first time in person after being on Zooms for a year, it was really cool. And we we brought some new people on board, so they got to kind of <clears throat> understand the, the culture. Uh, Molly and I had a great time kind of, you know, facilitating some sessions. Uh, and and then I want to tell you what I did for the first time. We, we had a team building, you know, outing on Friday afternoon, and uh, we went... Axe throwing. <laughs> you had axe throwing. Have you done that? I've never done that. No, I've never. I've never yeah. thrown an axe. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, you know, my my first thought was, you know, if you had like a heated session right before you left the office to go axe throwing, and then you're just going to go put axes in everybody's hands, that's that doesn't seem no no that doesn't seem like the best idea, right? I, I got to be honest with you. I'm trying to figure out the appeal of throwing axes. Like, like, it just seems like a lot of work. I mean, what are you aiming? You're aiming at like targets and stuff. Uh, yeah, there's a bullseye and, and you're, you're doing your best. First of all, you're trying just to figure out how to get it to rotate the right number of rotations to actually have the blade hit the wood. Yeah, that, that, I understand. <laughs> I, I, yeah. And, and yeah. so, but that seems like information that I don't need to have on a daily basis. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I, if I mastered, really? like put it this way, if I, if it turned out I had an enormous skill, like great, yeah. I was just a natural at throwing an axe. What exactly am I going to do with that, Bill? Where am I going to no. am I going to go on tour? What do I do with no. the fact that I'm a natural axe thrower? Here's what you do. You you set up your tent at your your event in your community that you do regularly. Yeah. And you got tons of trees in the park, yeah. big trees. Yeah. And and you uh you do some axe throwing demonstrations well, the, and, and you know everyone Yeah, okay, I can do that. But I don't necessarily <laughs> want to do that. Like that doesn't seem like something that would be a lot of fun. I'm going to go throw okay. the axe in front of people. Right. And it's not like it's a practical skill. It's not like you, chop, you don't chop down trees 
by throwing axes at them. You have to actually no, you chop them. You can't like this is like. But, and what am I? I'm gonna, I'm going to use it to like as home protection. Keep an axe by my bedside. Someone walks in. <laughs> I need so much clearance. I would lift the axe up, hit my wife in the head. I'd kill her with the back of the Joe, axe. Then I'm trying Joe, to throw it. I, how am I going to hit some guy a moving target with an axe? Even if I'm good at it, it seems one like thing, a, like a, one thing. One thing you learn at the axe throwing place is first of all, you're drinking while you're doing it, so that's kind of cool, you know. And you learn that seems like a good mix. Yeah, that seems like a good idea. They should, they, yeah, that, the, the that, axe throwing, uh, they don't, you don't actually do that. They don't let you drink. I'm, 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 my guess is they wouldn't let you drink alcohol any more than they let you drink alcohol. You know, like at the, when you do the gun things and in Vegas, Probably. they let you fire off like AK-47s and stuff. Oh, when you go out in the desert and have fun and blow stuff yeah, up. Yeah, when you go, well, when you go to Rob Hahn's house and he's got like a whole armory <laughs> in his basement. Rob's basically, he's like a survivalist his basement, now. Yeah. His basement is a shooting range? Oh, That's he's, awesome. He's got, he's. He's all set up for the for the revolution. That's, He's ready to go. He's ready to go. All right. So I will say the one thing is when you live in Tampa Bay, like going to San Diego is not a big deal. For me, San Diego is wonderful because I get out of the New York weather. But for like eh, Tampa Bay to San Diego, it's the same thing. It would have been great. Why couldn't why couldn't rate my agent spring for you guys to go to like Melbourne? You know, go down under <laughs> and shrimp on well, the Barbie and the whole bit. That's later, right? They're still so locked down down there. That ah. No foreigners are coming in. Oh, that's yeah. true. They don't so. want you and your disease. No, they don't. They they don't want Americans. I, I will. Uh, one last point I want to make is you, you, when you said about like getting together. Have you yeah. found what I have found? And I'll, I'll share this with you because in the experience I've had, where like we had a, a birthday party last month for my wife, right? Mm-hmm. And during the party, a number of people remarked that it was the first time they'd been to a like a party. Like an adult party, like with drinks on a, we were on like this nice deck in Westchester overlooking the Hudson. And um, they said it was the first time they'd done it in like 15 or 16 months, right? And what was interesting about it is that we all kind of agreed that it came back quickly. Like all these concerns that people had like in the winter about like when we finally are able to get in the same room, are we going to know how to talk anymore? It came back. It's like riding a bike. Like, interacting with other people is a very natural thing to do. So it wasn't like we forgot how to do it because we were cooped up inside for a year and a couple of months. Right? No, it, same thing. It, you know, look, these are all people who, who daily interact with each other anyways on screens. Yeah. Uh, it was really nice to be all sitting in the same room. Um, you know, just sharing stories, doing some work. I mean, it 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 it, it came back. We also you know, have really nice people. Yeah. I rate my agent is a lot of great people. I'm Molly, and, and you work in there. I know there's a bunch of other people there that I think are really terrific. So I'm glad you had it good. I'm glad you enjoyed the axe throwing and all the alcohol. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and and even though I think it's a pointless activity, I'm glad you did it. Welcome back, and good luck uh, this week. I know you're going to Kiwa Island to play golf with your son, which is awesome. So have a great time doing that as well. We'll talk about that on the next episode. Yeah, so yeah tell me how absolutely. it went. Why how your how your round went? Um, all right, all let's right. get to some questions. We have we have a good. Okay, question. here's the here's here's today's question. Um, short and sweet. Well, that's what I'm going to call. I'll give this one. Up. Maybe I'll start giving them titles. Short and sweet. Okay. Here we go. Hey there, Joe. This is Christy Keneally, product ambassador for Rate My Agent, and my question for you is: Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred? duck-sized horses thank you well how awesome we actually were talking about rate my agent your company that you work with now and and we get a question from one of your colleagues who 
I know a little bit. I don't know her very well. Uh, the one thing I know about her, um, uh, I know she does your product demos and things like that. And she's worked in the industry for a while. Very nice woman, but comes from a theater background. She was, Bill, you know this, right? That she was on, yeah. oh. she was on Broadway for like a, like 10 years or so. Uh, and she was, I forget what the show she was on. Do you know what show she was in? That like was the, um, yeah, the a little, little tiny one called Cats. Oh, she was in Cats. Oh my God. I, <laughs> yeah. I that's, I, did you ever see Cats, Bill? No, I'm not an Andrew Lloyd Webber fan. I I don't see his stuff. It, I, it, even though you don't like Andrew Lloyd Webber, and I, I promise you this, we know we I know you still not have you still have not gone to see uh, uh, Amadeus, and I still haven't seen a baseball game. So we're still right. we have all summer to get this done. So we're waiting for the last. We're both going to be up late night on like Labor Day. Uh, I'll be watching the game, and you'll be watching Amadeus. So we can get this done by the right. end of the secular summer. Um, right. But one thing I think you actually would like is Jesus Christ Superstar. Jesus Christ Superstar is an Andrew Lloyd Webber show, but it's not Broadway-ish. It's, I, think, I think it's his best show, um, and I, it's the one I enjoy the most. So just a little recommendation for you. She was in Cats, though, which I do not necessarily recommend because Cats is really an acquired taste. You have to be really into musical theater to like Cats. And and I saw it because I actually had a friend in it. I used to date a woman who was years ago, years and years ago. I dated a woman who was on Broadway and she was in Cats for about six months when I dated her. So I got to you know, pick her up after the show and stuff like that. It was a really interesting time. Mm-hmm. I like to meet all these people in theater and get to see how the theater life is. And that's a, that's a tough life. I mean, those, those, those people work really hard and they, they don't, they don't like, there's a lot of people who are, who like, like, like Christy, who are in theater and they, you know, they strike it rich. They make it big. They're on a Broadway show, but, you know, they have short careers. You know, it's really tough to maintain. There, there are very few, like, you know, choice upper level roles uh, available at, at any given time. And, like, they just, they, they cycle through. And there's always, a, every year, there's a new batch of ingenues and uh, young men that are waiting to, you know, jump into the chorus. So it's a tough, that's a tough racket, man. That's a tough racket. Yeah. All right. Apologies to everybody, especially to Bill. My earbuds are so old and they have kicked out now like three times during this recording until finally we can't use them. So I might sound different than I sounded a few minutes ago because I'm now just using the microphone on my laptop. Um, so my apologies to that. It's it's Bill in, in Broadway. They call this going up like if you, if you forget your line and you end up being out of sequence. So I went up on this uh, in this call. Yeah, yeah. So you want your line? Is that what you're asking for? <laughs> line, line. Oh, I got to before before I let you continue. I got to give you one other show she was in. Um, she actually got to kiss Matthew Broderick multiple times. How how to succeed in business without even trying? That's awesome. And I I have to talk to you about that because I'm I saw that show in its initial run, and I saw it like early in the run because I saw Matthew Broderick in it. So I'm sure she was in it. When I saw it, either doing the lead or doing, uh, uh, or you know, maybe she was even in that role when she went there. Um, so uh, that's great. She, yeah, she's great. So her question is this: the the horse and the ducks. I don't know who came up with this question. I've heard this before. The would you rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses? So they're small horses, the little tiny horses, or would you rather fight a one giant duck? And and let's let's go through each of the options. Like, here's the problem with the hundred 
you take a hundred um, uh, uh, duck-sized horses and you have to fight them. Is that that's a lot of duck-sized horses, Bill? I mean, a hundred. Think about what a hundred ducks would be. I'm not sure I would fight a hundred duck-sized ducks, Bill. The hundred duck-sized ducks could probably kick my ass on their own. They don't even have to be horses. They just peck at me with their beaks and with their webbed feet. They'd be stamping on me. Bill, I'm not getting out of that alive. So I don't think the hundred, whether they're horses or ducks or whatever, a hundred, that's a lot of stuff to to get through. I mean, even, I mean, what's the, what's the, the Gulliver's Travels? Is that it? With the, when they, I mean, even the giant, like you, you can, enough people could beat a giant. So even though I'd be giant compared to those ducks, and quite honestly, ducks are not tiny. It's not like a hundred horse-sized gerbils, which are, I could stamp on them. They're not a problem. But ducks are pretty big. Have you seen a duck? Duck give away uh, like 20 pounds. So, so Joe, what, what would you, I get it. I get it. There's a lot. There's a hundred of these little horses, but not tiny. But a, a horse, think how big, think how big a horse is and make that a duck. What are you going to do there? Bill, Bill, I don't, I don't have any, I have no hope of getting out of either of these fights alive. She has not asked me, do that. Do I think I could beat either of them? If the, if the question that Christy had given me was, do you think you could beat either the duck sized horse or the hundred horse sized ducks? I would say no. Oh no, the other way around. Um, the, I think I said that backwards. I definitely don't want to fight a hundred horse sized ducks. That would be, uh, that would not be good. Um, the no. here's the thing i'm i'm not i'm not a zillow bro kind of guy i'm not a jay thompson i'm Ooh. i'm smoking using the smoker i'm catching fish yeah. i'm running a boat i'm throwing axes i'm sure jay thompson throws axes all the time just for sport he's like a man he's got the mustache and the whole thing going on i'm not like him i can't fight these these ducks or horses i'm gonna lose to all of them it doesn't matter so would, it's almost like who would finish me off quicker? I think I want the big <laughs> the big duck because the big duck would stamp on me. It'd be done, but I don't want those hundred little horses nicking at me for like that would that'd be like the death of a thousand cuts. I don't want the death of a thousand cuts. Right. I want the death of one giant web footed slam to the head, uh, which squishes me like a bug, and I'm out and I'm done and and it's over and I have the the blessed. Uh, silence of eternity uh, to 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 look forward to, and nothing else to deal with, and that's what I would want, Bill. I want the big giant wow. duck to put me out of my misery absolutely right away, rather than have to deal with the the long tortured beating that I would take from those hundred horses. Hey, did I answer a question, Christy? You that's got my your answer. answer. <laughs> And I love, I love the the presumption that there's just nothing you can do. You're going to I'm die. die. And- no, I'm going to get my. I'm not, well, not going to. I mean, Jay Thompson would have a plan. He would know what to do. Yeah, I don't have a plan. Yeah. I don't wanna- he'd get his kayak paddle. He'd get his smoker. Yeah, he would, you know, he'd he'd get his. He'd, he'd get eat giant get smoked duck for dinner. Is what yeah. what Jay would be doing. Jay yeah. Would He'd get like all his fishing poles, but they have hooks in them and they could, he could, yeah, hook the, yeah. The, he the, like, the he, he has equipment. He right. You're right. You're me, right. I don't know what the weaknesses of a duck. I don't know what, I mean, the, the ducks have, do the ducks have testicles that I could kick? I mean, what do ducks have that I would be able to, uh, to take advantage? Boy, I, I honestly do not know the answer to that question. And I'm okay not knowing the answer to that question. Listen, these are the kinds 
of questions that keep you up night, Bill. These are the kinds of questions right. that that need asking, it, which is why we need it, this podcast, Bill. We need this podcast to gonna, ask the hard questions like, do ducks have testicles? If only there was a way to find out the answer, but hey, there isn't, so we're not going to try it. See you next week. All right. No. And by the way, oh, I, I think in the appendix of um, how to be a great real estate agent, that question is answered. <laughs> So maybe people should buy that book and then they can get the answer. You have to read through it. It's hidden away. It's hidden in the text. Yeah. It's like it's an Easter egg. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, yes. You have to read. You'll find out. You buy that book. It's available on Amazon. Both my books. All right. All right, Joe. Let me uh, look. Christy, thanks for the great, great question. question. Uh, love it. Yeah. So look, look. The last two weeks we've had the 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 NAR DOJ lawsuit, and then we get the wonderful. Duck-sized horses or horse-sized ducks. So this is what ranting and raving is all about. If you've got a great question to leave, real estate-related or something wacky, 480-270-4590. Leave a voicemail, and we'll play it for Joe. He'll have no idea it's coming, and it's always a lot of fun. Joe, killed it again this week. I don't know what to tell you. It's, I have a lot of fun. <laughs> I look forward to these sessions, and uh, and uh, I, will, uh, I will see you next week uh, after returning from um, me getting whooped at the ocean course. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> have a great weekend in Kiowa with your, with your kid. I uh, hope you have a great round and otherwise everybody have a great week. Bye Bill. See you everybody.